0: What's good everybody? First, before you listen to this podcast, I just want to say I love you guys and just appreciate it with all my heart. Um, I hope everybody's doing super well. I also want to talk about the new hit show, Tea with Gary V, every morning, nine a.m. Eastern on Facebook Live, Facebook.com slash Gary. Um, Tea with Gary V, nine a.m. to eleven A.M., two hours of me doing QA with people individually the deepest, deepest in-depth that I've ever done, more than ask Gary am super excited about it. It's on Facebook.com slash Gary every morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. It's a smash if you go on social media. People are freaking out. Maybe my best content pillar ever. If you want to get your questions on it, you can ask at 212-931-5731 on my community app that's where we're taking the questions from and what i mean by that is you ask the question there use hashtag #t with gary b and then somebody from my team goes in there and contacts you and actually gets you to be in the prompt for asking the question on the show in video form on zoom which is the infrastructure i'm using to then distribute out to facebook t with gary b the new smash hit show 9 to 11 a.m. eastern west coast wake up at that 5:45 time brush your teeth and get on it we got a lot of West Coast people on it. Hope you enjoy it. Hope I see you there. Love you guys. See ya.
1: This is the Gary V audio experience.
2: What up, podcast? For today's episode, we unpack Weekly V10, where Gary reveals his first week of quarantine. He shows client team and employee meetings as well as debuts his new live stream show called Tea with Gary V. If you would like to see the video version of this on YouTube, go to youtube.com slash Gary Vaynerchuk, and I hope you enjoy.
0: If you are not fortunate enough to be watching this right now, and not being somebody who's lost a loved one because of this, or who doesn't have somebody on a ventilator, no matter how much business you lost, back to Katie's question about like being an influencer, your restaurant being closed, money doesn't mean when you somebody you love the most in the world dies. And so this is perspective time. Be grateful for what you have. Don't cry about what's changed. It's devastating for seniors that miss out on their prom and graduation. I understand that's your world, but I promise you, thank God that everybody in your family is okay. Focus on the good, focus on the gratitude, because if you watch the news all day, if you go on social all day, you're getting into fear, everything's blah, 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 blah. get your mind right. Make sure Corona got your mind right. If You do not love losing, you lost.
3: What's up, guys? My name is Dustin. I'm a videographer for Team Gary V. Uh, Gary wanted to go live on Facebook every single morning, uh, which then became, as you know, Tea with Gary V. I usually handle a lot of uh, Gary's live stream stuff and his pro- podcast setups and stuff like that. We had to figure out how to make this work remotely. Um, I'm going to teach you how to do that. Later in this episode, but first, watch this clip from Monday's episode of Tea with Gary V. How are you?
4: I'm uh, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. It's pretty amazing, actually, to to be able to be on a call with you. So I'm
2: pretty excited about that. What's cooking? Well, I, you saw my question, you know. So I I, I sell restaurant point of sale software. So I, I help restaurant owners, you know, make their businesses more efficient, help them run their business, grow their sales, and so forth. And and uh, with this shutdown, man, it's it's just affecting all of them. And
4: uh, so I'm just curious as to what ideas you might have for think, them to help them through it.
0: I mean, for them, they've gotta got re-engineer their infrastructure to be able to do local delivery, or if they've got the savings to whether the 125, 100, you know, this could be for restaurants and public places, you could be looking at, you know, Three fourths of a year, because even when we open back up, I think there's going to be hesitation from, ha- you know, it's, it's going to be a little while for public places to get all the way back. Because even if we open up in three months, you know, I know my mom and you know other people that are like, you know, kind of sca- scared are going to be a little less uh, excited about going. You know, there'll be a whole group of that couldn't wait to go out, so they'll be that pent up. But I don't, you know, it could be a little while before it gets to even Steven. So. I think there's two things. One, they've got to innovate. And they've got to innovate in two ways, either from a branding standpoint or from an operational standpoint. Either they build out significant delivery infrastructure. So it's not only the ability to have DoorDash or or Uber Eats or you know seamless pickup from them. It's also the ability to have the capabilities of prepping those meals and things of that nature. But it's also... Building up awareness in marketing so that people choose their restaurant versus a different one. And number two, I think they need to make content. If I owned a restaurant right now, I'd be in my restaurant by myself, and I would literally walk, If I was a if I was a owner chef, I would literally make a video of every single dish we have on the menu. Tell the world your story. I think of it right now as this. I think the coronavirus has caused us all to be into one huge virtual campfire in the 1300 so we need to go around and tell each other our stories which is what we used to do pre-television pre everything radio we used to sit around and tell stories from the heart and from the brain and I think every small business right now needs to tell their story why they started their business how they started their business more stories aka bad things that have happened hero stories aka great things that happened and then go in the detail of their business you know I would walk around my Restaurant I'd be like, here's why we picked these chairs. I didn't have any money. I bought them at a garage sale. Oh, this sign came from. like, tell the world your story in the form of 50 videos, the end. I think everybody should do that. This is about doing over dwelling. Right now, 98% of people are gonna dwell. And the 2% that do and make and create and go on offense and realize an opportunity will succeed 10X. And that's the way the game is played. Thank you for everybody who spent two hours with me this morning. I'm gonna try to do a bunch of these uh, this week, next week. I mean, the more Corona, the more tea time with Gary. So Dustin, thank you. The rest of the team, thank you. Everybody who watched this morning, I wish you guys nothing but the best. Much love. See ya. Andrew's on now. Andrew.
3: Just so you know, it's 9.55.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I know I gotta go Mm. in five minutes. Everybody gotta cut today's show. We'll do two hours tomorrow again, I think. Is that right, Dustin? Is that where we are Okay, I gotta go to a finance meeting for Vayner. So real life f- So let's sneak in real quick, <laughs> Andrew, uh, question.
2: For sure, my man. So uh, first of all, thank you for having me on. Uh, but um, basically my question was, if I wanna make a kind of content that I feel might ostracize me from the people that are closest to me, how do I get over that
5: fear?
0: Easy, by realizing that anybody who'd be ostracized or not like you as much about you talking about something that you're passionate and interested in talking about is somebody that is not something that you need to be valuing. They need to love you, all of you, all the true of you. Like, what are you gonna live a fake life? Like, you're gonna gonna maintain friends and family predicated on things that you, like you're literally not gonna talk about the things that you wanna talk about in life because Mm -hmm. your best friend or your mom or your uncle or your younger sister or your homies are gonna think it's, weird or inappropriate or like yeah. you don't want that, you don't want those friendships anyway. I mean that. True. And I promise yeah. you, don't underestimate friends and family. They tend to step up. All right everybody, hope you enjoyed uh, today's episode of Tea with Gary Vee. I'm super excited to be doing this show. I like when the tea gets cold by the end. ice iced tea life is good too. I appreciate all of you all. See you tomorrow at 9 a.m um eastern i hope this brought value my team will now be chopping up a ton of content we couldn't get out from throughout the day i love you dustin thank you so much let's get quicker on the ones and twos tomorrow yes sir um, and uh, i appreciate all of you have a great, great 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 day i promise you you will look back at this pandemic as long as you don't lose a loved one as a good thing it is a reset it is one step back two steps forward you will find better jobs. You will start better businesses. You'll learn how to save. You'll learn how to be grateful for simplicity. Um, I love you all very much. We'll see you soon.
2: What's up, everybody? My name is Jason, I'm the editor of Weekly V. In this next scene coming up, it's a Zoom call the team does with Gary. We do some Q&A and have a little discussion on how we're going to position Weekly V this week that you're watching right now. Um, So here it is. Check it out. And if you have any feedback, leave some comments, you know, anything uh, that we can make this show better. So we're doing this, Gary, because I sent you a text. I was like, hey, we want to do Weekly V. Or more of a question towards you. Do you want to do Weekly V with... The tea time plus you recording selfie videos and you're like hey let's do this um so we have a ton of questions to record content
5: let's go so
2: uh first question is weekly v is going to be tea time plus these sessions are you cool yep
0: yes that was what we're to your point i figured that to not just have the same visual Let's have some Q and A to fill out like this.
2: Um, but, and are you cool with this rolling out next Friday or do you want to just speed up the process? Because usually we do weekly the, the week prior, but this is what we're I'm okay recording. with
0: next week. I'm okay with okay. next week.
2: Cool. All right, uh, I'll do the first question and then we'll kind of bounce around. Um, leveraging self uh, social media in these times for my small business. It's a very like ambiguous question, but like what, what do you think like just from that leveraging social media in these times for my small business.
0: I don't think I think that's all that QA was. So I don't think that's gonna add to the if this is strictly being done for the blog. The blog. I think it needs I think it needs to bring different value for the vlog. So I'm not gonna answer that because it is to your point pretty what have you. Okay. And by the way, if this is a complete clunker, tonight could be a good one. Like I'm not I'm not stressed here. So
2: totally. I mean there's so many questions here, so um,
0: by the way, I think that clip right there is probably what we should put in the Lot. There we go. Me punching yeah. you directly in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> Verbal.
2: Let's do. Oh. Hey, let's... yeah, go ahead, Jake. <laughs> uh, any advice for people who are losing their jobs right now and they need to stay afloat or like need some kind of other uh, source of income for this time?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, as I talked about on today's live stream, the two things that stand out is selling and then going into donation world. I've got really excited. I hope we clip the thing where I talked about, hey, why don't you perform if you're a singer, a dancer, a comedian, and put and tag your Venmo um, thing for donations. I have a funny feeling that could be a monster. So my two things are really a telethon or QVC, literally be G- QVC or Jerry Lewis. That is the two things, when you're in the, there's three things. You can ask, okay, I email a thousand people if they have a job for you. you. When your back is in the corner, there's there's kind of two ways to go about it. Offense and defense. Defense is literally texting the person on earth and on LinkedIn, you have a job for me, this is what I do. That's defense. Offense to me comes in two forms, QVC. You know, as you saw today, and for a lot of people, a lot of people have a lot of, even people that are not making a lot of money, have a mass, this is America, it's a a materialistic society. We just have a lot of So A, QVC, AKA selling on eBay, Macari, you know, Poshmark, Facebook Marketplace, or B, uh, Telethon. Go live on Instagram, pin your, Pin your uh, Venmo and uh, dance and hope people give you some money like your PBS.
4: Cool. Great.
1: Hey Gary, this one's uh, this one's from Instagram. Um, like, what are you doing personally to kind of keep your energy up during uh, during this crisis?
0: Uh, two things. One, I'm doing virtual workouts with Mike Bacanti. So last two days, I put in some real work and like working on this. So I'm excited about that little exercise physical energy and then i spend my life 18 to you know 8 15 to 18 hours a day in parallel to whatever i'm doing even while i'm doing this i'm in mental perspective land gratitude 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 i continue to expose the energy to everybody that outside of a family that has an individual has passed away from this, this has the potential to be a remarkable opportunity for reset towards happiness. I understand people may lose jobs, I understand people may lose money, but I think if you really play with this and put into perspective and gratitude and opportunity, you will realize that this can also become a time of a reset that leads you towards a life of happiness instead of unhappiness with financial success. And I believe happiness with financial okayness is dramatically more exciting than uh, than unhappiness with financial success.
5: Great.
3: I just thought of a question for you. Um, Thank you, Justin. Since we're doing this and it's low quality, and I know you brought it up before, like during the actual live stream, and now we're kind of like resorting to this. Like, just want to talk about that. Since like, we're going from like a really high production Weekly V now to like resorting to this and just the fact that it's blowing up, like it's starting to get like.
0: Because the production value doesn't mean right sometimes. And I think that's an important addition to my conversation, right? I'm glad that I said sometimes because like when you're making Avatar and Star Wars, it does matter. But I think 99% of people watching this video right now need to realize you're not George Lucas. And like, everybody buying, like, like, stop being that tennis player I always make fun of that bought the Federer sneakers and the doll racket and the Don McEnroe headband, and you spent $8,000 on equipment, but you blow a tennis. You lost six nothing to a guy with a wooden racket. That's how I think about production. I don't need, you know, special effects. I don't need my lighting to be proper. You and I, Dustin, were talking about this earlier, like, like if we use this clip, you're lighting looks like you're behind a window right now. I don't know why mine looks good behind a window right now. I think you might've fixed the camera when you did the whole kind of thing. But like, but here's the punchline. Like, like, it's the words out of my mouth, not the camera quality. Good news, Gary Vee, I bought the Sony 694. I'm like, I don't give a f-. It's still not gonna make you interesting That's why, Dustin. It's not the production value. It's the value out of your mouth. It's the value out of the pictures. Like, it's just, it's. When you're in the information business, it's the information. Uh, Would the production add to it? Yes. Do we do better if this has a good thumbnail and a good title? Yes. By the way, on the record, I currently do not like our thumbnails uh, currently. I understand that we're talking to YouTube rep and they're probably more on. I don't know. I don't see us doing so remarkably well that I think that our best practice like 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 but that's what's cool about it. It's that's my subjectiveness. Jim, Jake, Jason, A.K. you might like it, might not like it. It's all fun. That's what I like about it. But like maybe also I didn't like how like bad I looked in the last photo because that could be the thing. But like nonetheless, it what I'm saying is production, images, a lot of those things are gonna be so subjective. And people spend all their time on it. Even the words in your mouth are subjective. To me, spending ninety percent of your energy on your opinion on how good the quality is is what people up.
3: Gary, what what was the impetus of you uh, reserving the time to go live five days a week this week?
0: Um, uh, two things. One, value for audience and value for myself. As you know, Andy, more than anybody in the world, maybe besides maybe D Rock, I've been wanting to do tea with Gary V for seven years, four years, two years. Like I've been on this kick of doing a morning show where I drink tea and answer questions. I mean, and so I've always wanted to do this. And then and then number two, I have the time. And number three, I knew that I was gonna bring value. I'll be honest with you, I've been surprised how good I mean, I've been on, you know, I'm not rushed that two hours today, like you guys have seen I mean you guys know more than anybody, right? I'm even looking at your head nods, like you guys know, the version of me doing this show right now, I mean, Jim, thank you for the compliment. sends me such a nice text, like, like I'm really, I'm really hitting a tone right now. I agree. I thought it would bring out good content, you know, and I thought it would bring value, and like reading my Twitter stream and like reading my DMs and emails, like I've helped some people already. Yeah. There's this
3: is a really good clip that we brought up in our 4.30 content meeting yesterday that I pitched as a creation, which was you ranting about doing it for the user. Everyone comes up with ideas about trying
4: to sell products and stuff, but it's not, act, it's self-interested. And it just seemed really relevant to what you're doing right now. You're still doing it for the user.
0: Always, bro. This is what we do better than anybody in the world. I got to go to my next meeting because I'm still operating. By the way, vlog, I'm operating my business. Like I've been 12 hours a day on calls. I've never, I've been operating like, so i gotta bounce out of here i hope you're enjoying the vlog here's some more clips and i'll keep doing this and team thank you for being on i'll talk to you later
3: so how are we doing tea with gary b i'm gonna show you right now as you can tell i'm wearing my very nice clothes but i'm gonna show you Uh, we're gonna go quick step by step basic idea basic gist of how this is done and this took me a lot of different tries a lot of googling a lot of youtubing but you're about to see Okay, so basically three different softwares that you mainly need just for this part. One, boot back audio, that's for audio. Zoom, because that's how we get the video and the meeting going. And OBS, which is a broadcasting software. So, how we do it. First, I create a new meeting. And you can just hit join with computer audio. That's me, hello. I send this over here um unfortunately i don't have someone to test this meeting with right now so you just get the basic idea of like this is where gary would pop up right here gary would pop up right here on this screen my second monitor and then you and we invite people one by one into the meeting um see how i'm the only one here right now and then gary talks to them um, this is basically then, fed into... Come on. Huh? Where's my bar? Okay, there we go. This is fed into, linked to... <clears throat> This is then linked into OBS. And that's me right there, see how you can see it? So, none of this stuff displays because I just have... The way I have this set up, so... See? Now I don't see it anymore. Then... We have OBS to be keyed and linked to Restream, which is this. Uh, I'm not sure if we should be showing this Jason, but um, you might want to blur this out, just in case. So then, anyway, OBS goes to Restream, and that is how it's done. But as far as, I think this is the part where everyone really doesn't really know what's going on, is the zoom part, and it's actually really simple. Um, It's just as simple as, I'm the host of this meeting, but I turn my video off making Gary a, the host, essentially, even though I'm the Zoom host, but Gary is the host. And then we just have guests come on one at a time. Let me exit that out that way you can see. So, and then we have guests come in here one at a time. And I just asked them to join the meeting by um, asking them to enable their video. And that's pretty much the idea. I'm gonna make a full video about this because a lot of people have been asking how it's done. Uh, step by step so then you'll buy, you'll see that soon probably on LinkedIn share it okay bye
2: so we're just gonna go one by one ask some questions and uh, it'll be some weekly content let's do it all right cool uh, well apparently five years ago somebody asked you this question it was what was your spirit animal and you said ran man from he man uh, I'm gonna ask <laughs> it again has anything changed what would you say is your spirit animal? What is this my moment. spirit
0: animal? Um, probably, are koala bears aggressive? Like, what, what, is like what is seemingly, what is, what is seemingly huge and fuzzy and soft, but also has like, well actually, you know, it's funny, that's how I see myself, but I don't think a lot of people who view my content, it's almost like people that view my content actually view it as like harder on the inside but you guys know it's soft and you know, it's kind of like a Tootsie Roll Pop. You know what? The Tootsie Roll Pop,
4: owl. <laughs> you know? That makes sense. That
0: is mystery, you know.
2: uh, last question from me. If you could switch roles with anyone on our team, who would it be and why?
0: Oh, great question. Who would I switch roles with on the team and why? I would probably switch roles with, it's a really good question. Um, I would probably switch roles with Zane mm. because I, and, and I'm not even sure he's really actually doing this, but what he was hired to do or theoretically, and I'm, I know it evolves, mm. is I love community management. Like if, if I could, and by the way, to remind everybody who's watching this vlog, the way I became Gary Vee was replying to every single tweet on Twitter, for real eight, nine hours a day for four years. Like people don't get it, like people don't get it. You you guys as a team know how I work, so you're like maybe, no, the answer is for real. Like if I could reply to every single 212-931-5731 and every comment on Instagram right now and TikTok and Twitter, uh, I mean, I would, that would make me so happy if that was 15 hours of my day. And so, you know, I would say Zane, in theory because he's supposed to be doing community management though i'm not sure if he is
2: that's awesome that's not who i expected i was was thinking d-rock for some reason but
0: d-rock would be like the last person (laughs) i don't love to film other people and i don't love being overrated (laughs) kidding (laughs) (laughs) d-rock all right
2: that's it for me uh next up uh, who's on the list who's out is it dustin it's
3: dustin or dustin cool um are you personally being more careful with social distancing right now
0: yeah i've been quarantined for a month
3: you haven't been out at all no like i like i i i i'm guilty i've left
0: (laughs) yeah i'm like i'm not you know what honestly like i want to see my parents during this time like i'm signed up for like four to eight weeks and so i'd rather not go out and see anybody so I can see my folks mm. if I want to go visit them and go that route. So that's been the main reason. Gotcha.
3: Um, <clears throat> you say you always love being around people and noise and chaos. So what's it been, what's the past two weeks been like?
0: Shockingly good because as you guys know, you know, if you look at my calendar, I've been busy as f***. Like I've been going hard for 11, 12 Like I'm getting so much f- done. Like I'm... I'm considering doing a VaynerMedia operation stay at home day once a week forever. Cause I'm, I'm pretty sold that I've gotten more done per day than sometimes in a month. Like, like I, I, this has been a huge eye opener for me. I thought this was going to be the worst. Like, I mean, I'm like spending more time with you guys in this 10 minute zoom call, like seeing Avatars' room, like that excites me. Like I'm like, I'm like, I'm enjoying it being super productive I, I'm keeping, um, I've been on phone calls for, and Zooms and Google Hangouts for 12 hours a day straight with no breaks. So I'm feeling great.
3: Cool. <laughs> that's all the questions I had.
1: <laughs> I got next. You, you're, in the famous USC speech, your first uh, opener was, I don't think entrepreneurship is teachable. And that's been like a motto for a lot of people. Do you think the same way about leadership? Do you think leadership is not as teachable as entrepreneurship is?
0: The answer is yes to both. But then let's talk about this. I don't think that let's actually separate them. Entrepreneurship requires a minimum level of ability to actually be successful. No different than being an athlete or being a musician. Like not everybody actually is good enough to actually be a professional musician and a professional athlete. And no level of teaching, courses, watching videos and practice can get you there. I actually believe that to be true about entrepreneurship. You can watch all my videos all day long, you can do you can learn what have you, you can go to business school. But if it's not your natural talent, there is a potential, there's a pot there's a likelihood that you're not able to build a sustainable life. Happy and successful um, where, where there's a little hedge there is I Actually counter myself because I think making 87,000 a year Having a peanut butter startup is brilliant, but for most people That would be deemed as not successful enough for entrepreneurship. So it's a funny way for me to answer it I think entrepreneurship is a talent I think leadership is a talent and like any other talent in the world You can get better at it. I could be a better skier than I am today because I don't practice and I don't watch videos and I don't follow skiers. Can I be better? Yes. I think the problem with entrepreneurship is that people think they're going to the Olympics every time they start a business. So we need more realism. Leadership, similar though different. Um, You know, it's interesting. Do I think all of you are better leaders because you rub elbows with me, yes. Do I think all of you are better entrepreneurs because you rub elbows with me, no. So I think it's different. I think a lot of you already, that actually very fun to tie these things together. A lot of you ag- nodded your heads when I talked about like how soft I actually am versus the hi- hyper nature, competitive kind of like, you know, stand up comedian I am in my content. You all responded pretty well as I was looking at your videos. I'm a likable good leader, I'm showing it in this crisis, I'm showing it other times. I think you guys are better now because of that, that you'll take that as parents, as leaders in the future. You've learned things from me, I can see it, I can see it in Andy, I can see it in DRock, I can see it in you, I can see it dusted. Dustin, I can see it already. Um, I don't think that means that you're gonna be, and I, and I do think that's different than entrepreneurship. I think you've been around me, and I don't think you guys have become better entrepreneurs, per se. Maybe there's some things that you know to look out for, or maybe there's some more self-awareness, but not better. Whereas I do think you're better leaders. So I do think leadership is more teachable than successful entrepreneurial operations.
1: Well,
3: what, so with a thousand person company that basically yeah. went remote like immediately, yeah. What are yeah. some surprising things that about building that infrastructure that you noticed? What's been what's what's on your mind with that? Like, is it working well? Not working. Actually, well? let's go in
0: the other way. The reason it's going so well is the least surprising thing to me of all time. Because when you actually build culture and a family and people give a f- about each other, this is when it shows. It is. What, a, what an opportunity in my blog to give an enormous shout out to the Mark Yadkins of the word, the Claudes, the Allens, the Marcus and the Lisas, the Nicks, the G's, the Avery's, like the leadership of Boehner X, you know James and Jeff Nicholson, Leighton, Ryan Harwood, Mary Kate, like the leadership Aaron Covent, the leadership at Boehner X and the, and the tier underneath them, Lisa herbs the world like 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 Linda H is like like the, the leadership, Sarah Bauman, on and on and on. the leadership of this company absorb this challenge remarkably well. Wanda and Sarah Murphy and like just like we're fucking crushing it. Now we're a modern company that's built on the cloud. So all our infrastructure technology wise is easy, right? We give a about each other so people are being empathetic and kind and worried about while I'm sitting and like worrying about like making payroll and like fixing everything for all the lost revenue and all the Clients were losing and it's real stuff. Like my team is worried about like people sending emails saying they feel burnt out because they're getting too many emails. And I'm like, I'm saving your jobs out here complaining about, but that's, but everybody plays their role. Right. And uh, uh, what's been the biggest surprise, the lack of surprise, the, the biggest surprise is an anti-surprise. I knew it. When you actually build a family and you build culture, you're, you're ready for the war. This is a war and we're standing up.
3: Do you think that companies that started out remote can do that? Like, do you think the reason that Vayner did that is because it was...
0: I think they could. You know, like, I like it, you know, guys. I mean, I want to sit on top of you guys. I, if I could squeeze all of you into my office, I would. So I like that. But I will say this, I feel super cozy on Zooms and Google Hangouts with clients I've never met before. So, you know, I never underestimate technology. Uh, but I do love interpersonal. I think they're both amazing. And I do think a lot of companies are gonna be more remote and do more remote stuff. I'll tell you one thing for sure. There's a lot of times when I want to do a meeting and I have to wait till I fly to Cincinnati that now I tell my admins, put it on Zoom, put it on Google Hangouts. Like I've definitely starting to build the cadence of feeling comfortable in this environment, getting my cadence down. Because I like you guys know me. I pick up on everything, so I like being in a room and seeing stuff. Like I don't even like that. There's there's some people on this call. Like I don't see Danny and Sherelle on the screen up the top right now, and I don't like it because I need to see all. What are you doing? And what are you doing? You know, like like you know, because the way my screen is up top, all of us are missing two of the people at the top with the way the Zoom built. Or maybe actually, if wait you hit a
3: gallery minute. view, you can oh, see all of gallery. us. Yeah, on the upper right.
0: Let's go, <laughs> holy. <laughs> This is way better. Oh, this is a big breakthrough for me. Let's go, Zoom. I'm pumped right now. This is huge. I may never go into the office again. This is a monster moment. So like, honestly, I'm not kidding. Like, like seeing Cheryl laughing right now and seeing the thing behind Danny's back, like, I need context, which is why I like in person. But technology is getting better to where I'm getting the context a little bit more. Like, I'm pumped. Like, I think I'm gonna be, I think, you know, I'm devastated for every single life lost of Corona, but I am don't give a f- about the money. And I think we come out stronger. And I think I come out stronger. And Vayner comes out stronger. And a lot of people are going to come out stronger, more self-aware, try new things. It's amazing. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. My next like so I like I apologize, Dana. Like I would argue right now that I even just brainstormed do I want Gary to do a one day a week work from home, but they have to be on Zoom the whole time in the background of what they're working. And will that actually make us even more of a team, not less? And of course people put music in and mute people out. Of course, like somebody like if I was part of it, I'd be annoying the whole time. Like I get it. But like, you know, like I'm I'm innovating. This is the time to innovate and I'm excited about it. Dana, take over.
4: All right. Um, I think that's a great idea and bringing kind of a, a different perspective so someone that has like a small nest egg I know you're always talking about saving money and setting stuff aside and it's amazing how money.
0: cool that just got all of a sudden right?
4: when I was make when everybody
0: else was talking about no don't save money and put it all into play and blah, 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 blah. and like like you know you only live once and you know uh, put it all into the market and leverage. And all of a sudden everybody loved that. And I was like the boring, like it's going to take 22 years and save money. And at least I was charismatic in a different way. So it made me, but like, let's not get twisted. Plenty people hated the I was saying, it's amazing how in a week everyone's like, wait a minute.
4: Yeah. So the person that has listened to your advice and has like a chunk of money, maybe five, $10,000. What do they do with it now? Just sit on it. Do they invest it? Stocks are
0: underpriced. Stocks are underpriced, price and 18 months are gonna be better than they are right now. Go buy Amazon, go buy Netflix, go buy Facebook. Uh, every secondary market, like sports cards are still gonna be explosive in the summer and the winter and guess what, prices are down. Like I can't wait, I'm so busy right now, but I can't wait till like maybe late next week, like maybe not this weekend, but the next weekend when it finally settles in a little bit to like spend eight or 10 hours to just buy a ton of because things are down, um, everything's gonna be down. If you have mm-hmm. money right now, you've got leverage. But right up this minute for this vlog, when it airs, I would argue by the way, you know how I said we can wait a week, Jason, for this vlog to come out? I would argue yeah. that we need it to be as time sensitive mm-hmm. as possible. So if it comes out on Tuesday, I know we were going for that Friday thing, but if let's mm-hmm. say this the right thing is for this to come out on Monday, then I'm cool with that. Just after that. Right. So- uh, instead of waiting because I just thought if this airs next Friday, man, the way the world's moving so mm-hmm. quickly, like could change. So anyway, okay. so Daniel, I, I think that you know, coming out of this, I can see real estate. I can see other things going down in pricing. Like, there's a lot about to happen, but right this second, like, stop. I mean, I don't know. What did what did the stock market do today? Say yesterday went up like crazy. Today it is up it's, 500 points. Like, yeah, stock. Like, like, I just think stock. I think stock is definitely underpriced compared to where it's going to be if you have five to 10,000 bucks and you're okay with looking at what it's worth in 24 months. I definitely yeah. think flipping stuff, I think premium sneakers, premium cards, you know, cards, they're down. Um, I think um, I think that, yeah, those two stand out. And then, you know, five to 10,000. Yeah, I mean, look, this is how crazy this is. There's gonna be some businesses you can buy for 10,000 bucks that were making hundred thousand in profit, but the owner was selling T-shirts on Instagram, and she or he was was spending one hundred twenty thousand. And now they need to get the they need twenty thousand real quick to just like get out of their situation. And you can buy their business for twenty thousand bucks.
4: Yeah. Okay, I have a, a special guest. She was like super excited to be on. My mom is like watching this. Let's here. go. Did she ask you a question. She can. Okay.
5: Hi, Gary. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. I'm Amy, Daniel's mom, and Amy, it's such I a just a pleasure to meet you. It's nice to meet you too, because I've been hearing about you for years, and it's <laughs> exciting to see her actually make this happen and be out there. And I oh, appreciate gosh. your mentorship. So my question for you is talking about um, with you talking about uh, organizations being able to convert working from home. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm a. Uh, retention executive at Dish Network. Okay. And within 24 hours our call center um, sanitized everything and sent equipment home with people that have never worked from home. Turned it around and we are so productive right now. It's amazing to see what's happening. Do um, Do you ever get out into businesses like that and actually um, spend the time on the ground looking at other organizations and what's happening for instance someplace like Dish Network which I'd love to invite you to come to our site if you're in Phoenix Thank you. so first of all
0: listen first of all Amy you know just by the relation, you know we're family now so the answer is I'm telling Daniel right now to listen to this like she needs to talk to my admins and if I'm in Phoenix for some reason I will be there I will make right. it an addition to any trip and I will find a reason to be in Phoenix sooner or later as far as do I? I am a learner through osmosis. It's less likely for me to go see how Disney does it or or Netflix does it or Dish does it. Now, two good things. One, this chapter of my career was to service big companies. So by nature, I've walked into Chase and Diageo and Budweiser and Hulu and have seen what you're talking about. So one of the great reasons I wanted to do VaynerMedia was I knew that it was going to I was gonna get paid to walk into businesses. And because I'm a multi-dimensional thinker, I could do my job while in the corner of my eye, watch how they do that or how they do the reception or how they do these things. So through the osmosis of what I do for a living, it's naturally happened. Yes, so uh, Gary, of all the things that has happened
1: since Corona struck, what has made you the happiest? What like little tiny thing? If it's like looking outside of flowers or something?
0: Uh. I played a load of football with my little guy. Um, And so those are moments I wouldn't have had if Corona didn't hit. So that is number one in real life. In macro Gary Vee talk, people have learned so much about themselves in the last eight days. Every single person I think on earth has actually created a new insight about themselves that they did not know had this just not happened. That might be, by the way, for some people that's a bad thing. Not a bad thing, let me phrase, for some people that's gonna be a step backwards for two steps forwards where they've realized something. You know, for, for many others, it's gonna be a positive. I, I will tell you that I never thought working from home was in my cards, ever. To the day I died, I now know it is. That's exciting. Like, that means 52 year old Gary can take an entire summer off and be on the beach and be productive as That's kinda cool. I don't know if I gonna like that. Then you know, so like, I, I I my favorite little thing is just, a very big thing, because that's how I roll. People are just going to be able to learn about themselves more because of this, and I think a, I think a stunning amount of good comes out of this. I really do, if you look at it in 20 years from now. I believe that, I really believe it.
4: Um, okay, so Team Gary has made a lot of content over the years. What is your, I know you don't necessarily watch all of, all of it, um, but what's your favorite piece of content that
0: was made? That's a great question. My favorite content, by far, is the content that has my family in it. Because I know what it's going like I thought about that photo, you guys know that photo where I kissed my dad hard on the side of his face in the parking lot? That was what came first to mind. The fact that there's a video version of that moment, I'm pumped, I'm really pumped, like emotionally pumped about that. So, probably that. Uh, one of the other things, while, just to give you full transparency, the blueberry uh, piece of content, uh, is a big one uh, because I think that got like 3 million views or something like that on Instagram. So it did remarkably all time well at the time. But it was also one of the earliest pieces of me doing something outside of me and just showing human me. So that was like a fun observation. I love that piece of content. Um, God, there's a lot, boy, I'm really grateful. You know, it's funny, my answer about my dad is a micro answer to the macro I am documented. Guys, do you know how much better my documentary is gonna be in six, in 37 years than everybody else's because there's gonna be unlimited content to pick from? No. Yep. So, you know, this, this is cool. Like, do you do you I, I just need you, like this is important. I want the seven of you to understand this. You will watch this exact video in 49 years. You know, like you're your great niece is gonna like communicate with you with whatever the texting of the day is, and then it's gonna say you worked with Gary v? Like that's cool. Yeah. So all like all of it. My dad, Chris, photo uh, and video. Uh, uh, definitely, definitely the blueberry thing stands out. Uh, the rant in the white T-shirt for during for the diploma stuff. The you could have been a bus. Uh, the one where I like get into that conversation with that woman about cursing, you know. Um, uh,
4: whatever
0: the worst performing, cause we need that humility. So that feels good. Uh, I, uh, you know, just, there's all of it feels good. This is the best part. Like this is why I think I'm the ultimate creator. Like it's all good. The analytics, the numbers, like all of it's part of the entire work of art. So I've got, it's like children. Every one of these pieces of content, like, children, I love them all. When they underperform, when they overperform, um, the the jet sweater video, the Larry King interview, like there's a lot of Those are like highlights on the high, but on the low I mean it. Like when I, uh, the post I did two or three days ago where we didn't title it, it was the TikTok that I just posted as an Instagram that I just felt like I had to do it and it was the right message, but sure enough, it underperformed because it wasn't contextually post-produced for Instagram. And I was like, good, Gary. Take that L, you think you know, you think it's just message, not production? Well, here, right in your face. You know, like, I like that game with myself. Cool.
4: Awesome.
0: Thank you. I love you guys. Bye. Bye. Hello.
2: Hey G, what's
0: What's up? What? Same same thing
2: as last time, we're gonna do some Q&A. Let's
0: go fast. All
2: right, we're starting with May, here we go.
4: Cool. G, you often say positivity and optimism. For you, what's the difference between the two?
0: Can you go mute when you're not being, because you're making noise when you're walking through? You look amazing by the way, Caleb, I love it. Just go on mute while we go, because that got cut off. Go ahead,
4: May. Yeah. So, you often say positivity and optimism, but what do you think is the difference between the two since you said pop the other day?
0: Positivity and optimism. To be honest with you, May, and this is what's fun about this vlog. First of all, hi, everybody who's watching the vlog. We tried to mix in some of this to make this week's uh, Weekly V more interesting. So, thanks for joining us. You just saw uh, Caleb is doing some crazy. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, this is fun, actually. I have not given enough thought on how I think about the difference between positivity and optimism. And I'm not quite sure how I think about them differently. Optimism to me is like hope. Like I see it, like I think it can. And positivity is like be happy and like do good. Like So there is something there, but I'm gonna spend some more time on that, May, and I'll get back to you. Thank you.
1: So Gary, uh, tomorrow sell stuff Saturday. Uh, yeah. People wanna know what are you gonna be posting tomorrow to sell?
0: I'm gonna probably be, um, you know, I, unlike a lot of people, do not have, you know, cash flow issues because I've been saving money. So I am not feeling as desperate to sell something. However, to build up hype tomorrow heavily for it, I will. I I went to my parents' house. That's where I am now uh, to get out of the city. So... Uh, I'll probably like find some old stuff that I had in my house to sell my parents, have plenty of my old stuff. I'll probably mainly be promoting wine text and wine because my dad always feels really happy when I'm building up his business for him when I'm around him. So uh, we'll figure some out, but I'm really excited about it. If you're watching this on Friday or Saturday, today or tomorrow is Sell Stuff Saturday. Uh, something I came up with T and Gary. Oh, will probably be meta. Maybe we'll be in the blo- in the weekly video showing. You. Oh, actually, right, we're not airing this today. I apologize. So sell stuff Saturday has already happened. When you've seen this weekly log, Jason, are we gonna do Tuesday or Wednesday, Jason?
2: Tuesday or Wednesday.
0: Awesome. So, so this last Saturday was. sell stuff saturday
1: here's some highlights of what people sold hey everyone my name is zane i'm a proud community slash channel manager for team gary um this past saturday we did something really cool called sell stuff saturday um how this all came about was uh last week there was a tea with gary b episode with gary um and a really cool caller uh talked about how he could increase his spending by just selling stuff around his home that he doesn't need anymore things like clothes and bike and just other common household items and so this past saturday we created a challenge slash event called sell stuff saturday um and people from all around the world came out uh, and just sold stuff from around their homes to increase their savings Uh, and we saw a lot of cool things from it you know people made $50, $60, $100 $50, $60, $100 dollars just selling clothes from around their home. Uh, we saw one person, uh, I think he bought a video game, an N64 classic video game for $75, bucks, sold it for $600, which is insane. Uh, and one gentleman, he, I think he even made like $2,300 just selling things from his house. And so, um, you know, if you want to go see what it's all about, if you want to get motivated, uh, check out hashtag SellStuffSaturday on Twitter to see what it's all about. Uh, and if you want to flip and get into the game, please tag Team Gary V on Twitter. We want to follow along and see how it for you. See ya,
3: Gareth. So I always ask you this stu- kind of stuff on you know personally when we hang out. But on a holistic view, what do you think are going to be the cultural impacts after COVID's passed? What do you think going to stick?
0: Remoteness. I I mean I'm the most anti remote person, right? No work from home. No, you know, because because yeah. I love. I'm already, just five days in, feeling very close to you guys right now. The intimacy of like, obviously I know you're a kitchen, Justin, but like Caleb and his spot. And like, you know, remoteness will stick. Some percentage of remoteness. Like I'm, I'm even debating doing one day a month from home, just doing Zoom meetings operationally, because I've been very effective in the office. Like I see you, I'm like, I don't know. It's been very good. So remoteness, I think delivery. What's up, sis? Hey. Hey, Weekly B, this is my sister, Liz Navella. Uh She is a real estate agent. If you're buying homes in New York, New Jersey, you need to give her one. Oh, Hannah, uh, let's do a little pop-up with uh, her handle right here. All right, get out of here, Liz. Um, Part of this team. No, you're out, you're out. Ah. Uh, so, so I think remoteness will stick. I think delivery. I think a lot of people have bought, you know, tomatoes, uh, crayons, uh, for the first time, obviously a lot of people use Amazon prime, but I think a lot of people are, and by the way, we're going to be here for another three, four, five, six weeks. Like, like, I think people are going to get used to buying things on the internet that they used to go to the store to and realize they like that. So I think direct to consumer, um, you know, is going to stick buying on the internet is going to stick. Remoteness is going to stick. Um, I think people are going to, figure out the relationships, these confined homes with friends and family, like mainly with family. I think people are gonna, (laughs) I think some relationships are gonna break up and that's gonna stick. I think some relationships are gonna get better and that's gonna stick. Uh, I think some new hobbies are gonna happen. You know, I think people are gonna pick up a thing or two. That's gonna stick. I think perspective is gonna stick. I think a lot of people are gonna be grateful for their relationships, their friends, their loved ones when they finally get to hug. Like I'm gonna hug, of each one of you when I see you. And I barely see you guys, which is the weirdest thing, right, but there's something about it. So, a lot of shit's gonna stick, brother.
3: Gee, for a lot of businesses that we speak with these days, everyone's really doing a good job of like running their business, they're making millions of dollars over the last few years and stuff like that, but they've not really been focusing a lot on social. So, how can they use this time to learn about it? and? what what would you do if you were an entrepreneur that was running a successful business but didn't have any social media? What would it
4: be the first few things that you would do?
0: It's really funny, you know this about me. My advice is no different than like a, a really good health and wellness person. It's exercise and eat well, you, like I'm not gonna change anything. Like, like I know that almost 90% of people watching this right now knew what the answer was gonna be. It's just doing, this is about doing and educating yourself. What would I do in more tangible sense? I would go on YouTube and Google search and I would search, how do I post? I would go very, very literal how do lawyers make money on Instagram? And I would read 20 things. How do I get clients for my real estate investment firm through social media, enter. And I would I would I would spend 20 hours of deep consumption because if they're consuming me, they're getting the philosophical strategy. The way I give tactical strategy is through our decks that we put out, put up a link right now, of the peer, you know, the, the model and the kind of, and through yelling at people, watch what I do, not what I say, right? That's my my way to be tactical is watch what I do, not what I say, and occasionally come out with a deck that's super detailed. But there's a lot of people who like whiteboards and like charts and like that, and that's how they teach. And I would consume that and then build up the courage to make, but this is a mental game. I'm a lawyer, I can't be silly on TikTok, you can. I'm a, I don't look good, you can. I don't know how to dance on TikTok, that's everybody's Excuse, I don't know how to dance. Who the watch what I do? I don't dance.
2: Who's next? Sananza.
1: I'm gonna go last because I asked the last time. Cool, Caleb. All
3: right, I'll go. Uh, Gary, one of the trending um, hashtags on TikTok is the more you know. So like, just like a quick fun fact that you feel like would be relevant in a time like this.
0: The, no, the more you know yourself, the more happy you will be. Self-awareness is one of the greatest gifts of all time. Don't be embarrassed with who you are, love what you are and lean into it, period, end of story. You're not detail-oriented, who gives a you're awesome, you're you're not creative, who gives a you're not like, the more you know yourself, and every, I watch people try to disguise what they suck at, right? Instead of leaning into what they're
4: great at, and I want to push that. Thank you, oh boy! Hey, Gary, big fan. Um, (laughs) Love you, bro. Um, So I know you do the one eighty strategy, and I love it. Um, Is there anything else that we should be doing right now besides just having patience and putting in the work on Instagram to grow it?
0: To grow Instagram, uh, collaborations, live. I like collaborations, like going on somebody's page who's smaller than you, analyzing them, and then DMing them and saying, hey, let's do a collab, because you know what everybody does. Everybody wants to go to somebody who's bigger than them. Yeah. Like, everybody wants to go to somebody, like, people have like 400 400 followers DMing me, being like, Gary Vee, we should do a collaboration, and like, cool, like, I'm funny, I have the humility to do that, but they're not giving me any other reason than it would help them. And I'm all about charity. Me and Lou have been sending masks all over the place, left and right, I'm quiet about my charity. But I love charity, but don't come at me with like, that's just a weak come. Like, go analyze somebody and be like, hey, let's do a live together, right? I'll go live and I'll bring you in and we'll both be live. Like, let's do a live together and like shoot. I'm a baker, you're a cookie maker, let's talk. I'm a florist, you're, you're a, a, a landscaper, let's do something together, like go find somebody smaller than you and do a collab you cross pollinate two people with 80 people following them give each other 20 followers from a collab live now you're 80 to 100 i love the game of building so that's one uh, becoming more educated like are you doing polls and stickers on your instagram stories like like if you're not doing stories perfect main feed perfect and instagram live perfect you're not doing instagram perfect or you're not doing it well and so like a realizing there's three factors in Instagram and make sure you're focusing on all three. A lot of people are just one-dimensional right now. They only do the main feed, or they only do the main feed in one live, once in Blue Moon, or they or they do stories because it's stackable, but they don't post in the main feed. Or but when they do stories, they haven't learned all the filters or the or the all the you know uh, overlaid stickers, the sticker culture of Instagram stories is amazing. We kind of suck at it. That's another thing I want to talk about. There's so much opportunity for polls and questions and quizzes and like, we need to get way more creative. As a matter of fact, I just got motivated. Like let's get 30 minutes on just Instagram stickers next week, the whole team, we're going to just jam. I'm going to give you guys all I got because we suck at it. Cause I don't, I'm not like, we need to get better at it. So anyway, get better. That's what I think. Boy.
4: Thank you.
2: Katie, you're
4: up. Hello. Hello,
0: Katie.
4: Um, so a lot of influencers I've been seeing are talking about that they're worried because campaigns aren't going on right now, so their main source of income is is in a hard place. Um, what is the biggest marketing opportunity for them right now that you would give them?
0: To build up their audience for leverage for 100 days from today and bring value. So instead of getting selfish and trying to get money out of their audience, bring better content than ever. And I hope to God that they've been saving their money. Unfortunately, a lot of influencers that have been making money have been buying their Yeezys, have been taking their spot days. Like my number one hope from this is that people learn how to save. What are you gonna do? Like what's my tip? What do you mean what my, what's my tip? My tip is you should have been listening. Because right now, people are scared to spend money. Yep. What are you gonna beg? What are you gonna lower your rates? Like what? <laughs> like this is There's consequences. Yeah. In life. And the consequence of you not listening to me and buying dumb and overextending yourself and now having nothing to fall back on is you're gonna be in trouble. Your BMW is gonna be repossessed.
4: Thank you. you
2: that's everyone, G. If you could wrap up the vlog, this would be the last scene of it. Just, you know, everyone's going into the weekend of this like quarantine week two, like just give yeah. some and, and love
0: more Everybody's watching this on Tuesday, Wednesday, and after. So whenever you're watching this, we're probably two, three weeks into this. Um, we probably got two to 10 more weeks of this. we probably got another year of it being a cloud because it's gonna come back in the fall and winter. Whatever plays out, just keep your, in perspective if you are fortunate enough to be watching this right now and not being somebody who's lost a loved one because of this or who doesn't have somebody on a ventilator no matter how much business you lost back to katie's question about like being an influencer your restaurant being closed, money doesn't mean when you somebody you love the most in the world dies and so this is perspective time be grateful for what you have don't cry about what's changed it's devastating for seniors that miss out on their prom and graduation. I understand that's your world, but I promise you, thank God that everybody in your family is okay. Focus on the good, focus on the gratitude, because if you watch the news all day, if you go on social all day, you're gonna get into fear, everything's blah, 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 get your mind right. Make sure Corona got your mind right. As we end today's podcast, I wanna give a huge shout out to the people, you know, it's so funny, people that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on apple spotify and all the other platforms just mean the world to me you've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast so i appreciate that so much and even more fun uh because i think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness uh i'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh daily on uh, our favorite reviews so dean take it away which were our favorites this week
2: thank you gary today's review the truth written in by dn fox says the transparency and humility he spills out every time he speaks is truly contagious purity and truth can be spotted over nonsense and the truth is just written all over him it builds a deep level of trust and once you have trust which leads to love you have everything thank you gary thank you so much for writing in and remember keep leaving reviews because yours could be next